Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Marta Spurt. Marta is a certified success coach and triplet mom. She helps moms find purpose in life postpartum by identifying their passions and pursuing them without fear or guilt because moms can do it all. So I'm so excited to have Marta here to chat today all about creating your own definition of success. So let's dive right in. Hey, Marta, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I cannot wait to chat about creating your own success. So before we dive in, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Jenny. Um, Well, my story started in Brazil. I'm actually from Brazil. I was born there and raised there and I married an American and moved to the United States in 2010, but I have always been very obsessed with American culture. That's why I went on to be an English teacher and translator, interpreter. Um, I've been a teacher for almost 20 years. And along the way, I had triplets. And that was a huge turn of events because obviously, you know, not only becoming a stay-at-home mom, but also I had them in Brazil and then we moved back. And when I was staying home with them, I came across a network marketing opportunity and that's how my coaching journey started. And I've always had this passion for, you know, teaching and empowering knowledge and motivating. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. My mom's a pastor. So I was always very involved with community and, you know, being a part of worship and all of that. And It started out with network marketing and after uh, like a year or so, um, I was, you know, trying to find my way, trying to really find my voice. And that's when I realized my passion is encouraging and empowering moms in general and, you know, to, to, do something outside of motherhood if they feel pulled to do that and not feel guilty for having those feelings and just really creating a community where they can feel like they're not alone in this crazy thing called motherhood. <laughs> I love that. And I think that's really important because I feel like going from, you know, not having a kid to having a kid is a huge process. So I yeah. feel like having someone to coach you along the way that has been through the same things as you, not only like business wise, but also like as a mother. Right. Official. Yes. Yes. It totally. I mean, it helped me being a part of a community too when I started with network marketing, but still I felt like there was something lacking in terms of just having conversations about the feelings that you have, you know, because it's, it's, it's a very different journey and it's something that you don't know until you experience it. You have ideas of the way things are going to be, but you know, like anything else in life, it, usually doesn't pan out as you expected. And it's kind of hard to find your path. And, and this has been my journey of finding my path using different things. And now I'm sharing my journey with other women and kind of giving them tools to go through certain things, but not feel so overwhelmed because they have somebody else that has been through that as well. Totally. Yeah. I think that's really helpful because, you know, a lot of the things that maybe you did could have been avoided if you knew right. that 
end. So you're kind of just like, all right, do this, but don't do this because right. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also figuring out what works for you because that's the one thing like, and I mean, even with business too, you can follow mentors and have coaches, but at the end of the day, it's not one thing that you're going to follow and it's going to be a hundred percent for you. It's you kind of pick certain things from different people for your business. And the same thing, you know, happens for motherhood. And that's what I've been noticing how, similar the both you know they both are because there is no cookie cutter because we're so different especially dealing with kids they're different too so it's all about you finding your path but if you get access to certain tools that will help you find your path it makes it a lot easier or less overwhelming at least yeah I totally agree with that because like part of my business is coaching social media managers like aspiring social media managers do become Uh productive and profitable. And I kind of tell them, here's what I did and some mistakes that I feel like I made, but mm-hmm. maybe you need to make that mistake for X, Y, Z to come together. So like, right. don't completely follow my path. I'm just advising you what I did and what worked for me. But you know, if something else is going to work better for you, then why not? You know? Exactly. So, yeah. So let's just dive right in. So for starters, what does success mean to you personally? So that's one thing that has been evolving and changing. And that's even why I'm so passionate about talking about success. Because when I shifted my vision, because I started at first with fitness and nutrition and then realized I wanted to be more of an empowerment coach. And I started off helping women with their business, but I didn't want to call myself a business coach. And I saw somewhere somebody calling them a success calling themselves a success coach. And I thought, I love that name. I will start using that. But I didn't understand entirely what that entailed until I decided to go through a certification to become a success coach. And as I was going through the program and seeing everything, I realized this is exactly what I want. It's to help people figure out their own definition of success. Because especially now with social media, we're kind of allowing others to dictate this definition for us. And I feel like for the longest time, especially as women, you know, throughout history, this has been the the case that, you know, men tell us what we're supposed to do or somebody else or our families, older generations. And we kind of have had more freedom in the last few decades, but now with social media, you kind of feel the freedom. And at the same time, this constraint and pressure because you see a lot of the highlight reel and you start comparing yourself, especially as moms, stay at home moms. And you see all these beautiful pictures and beautiful families and well-behaved kids and you feel like your life sucks. Yeah. But but the truth is, is that that's not their reality 24 seven. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. It's it's so easy to forget that. I mean, you know that even when we watch reality TV, we know it's a lie (laughs) and we still watch it. So it's hard. And I feel also, you know, not only social media, but just, you know, the whole movie culture and TV in general, they have painted a picture of a fictitious reality for us. And that that's kind of ruined our expectations about life because Mm -hmm. we, we keep wanting the, the Prince charming. We keep wanting these things that are not going to happen. And then we just fall flat on our faces and we, you know, feel so disappointed with life. So my idea of success is very personal because every person needs to have their own definition of success and figure that out for their, for themselves. But what I have been noticing is that even more so than success, because that's very business oriented, people should be looking for happiness, right? And not thinking 
you know, the day that I have a certain amount of followers or the day that I make a certain amount of money, that's when I'm going to be successful or that's when I'm going to be happy. Instead, you should be focusing on finding the happiness right now, finding ways of finding the happiness right now, because that's, that puts you closer to reaching a goal that's going to make you even more fulfilled. But it's, it's, Finding that happiness where you are right now, finding the good things and being grateful right now is what I have found to be helpful to me and and make me feel successful and happy. Yeah. And I think that's really important to kind of keep in mind um, pretty much everything you said, but really just, you know, figuring out what makes you happy and going with that because a lot of the time people think success equals happiness and that it couldn't be further from the truth. There are so many people who worked so hard and they got to a certain level of income or a certain like promoted position and they're still not happy because they felt like they spent their whole life working you know it's it's not it's not always about how much money you make or how many followers you have or definitely it's just what makes you happy and are you actually doing that like sometimes the most successful people like you know defined by society right are not even happy and they're not doing what they love they're just exactly they're actually miserable. I mean, if you look yeah. at celebrities, the people that end up committing suicide, you would think they have everything, mm-hmm. but do they really, you know? No, it, I mean, they don't have to. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it comes from within, and that's what we forget. We keep looking for people and for things to fulfill us, but that is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it has to come from within. You have to be at peace with yourself. And then I get a lot into self-love because that's something that I have been learning in my journey is that as women, we seek validation a lot from others, yeah. and we expect others to tell us that we're doing well for us to know and feel like we're doing well, when in reality, it has to come from us. This acceptance has to be a self-acceptance first and foremost, and for the most part, people think that they do, but not until you start really digging deep, you figure out that we spend the majority of our lives wanting to please our parents, wanting to please our spouse, and then wanting to please our kids. When in reality, if we are approving of ourselves, it creates a level of confidence that can't be ignored and everyone around us will just be drawn into that and will be inspired by that and will respect that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. So we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but we can dive a little deeper here, but how can we kind of decide what makes us feel like we've achieved success? Because some people might actually feel successful if they hit 100k a year or something like that like how can we just kind of like put our blinders on and decide what is going to make us feel successful so what has what was helpful for me and what has been helpful for my clients is really digging back into your past to realize to understand the things that have lit you up from the beginning because that's something that's so interesting especially for me having little ones now they're only three but I can already tell that they have certain inclinations and certain, you know, talents and things that they're interested in that it has nothing to do with, with their upbringing because they're literally being treated the same at the same time. Yeah. And this is how it is for all of us. We are all born with certain things that I don't know if you want to call it genetics or if it was just put in our souls when we were conceived or whatever it is that you believe in. We are born with certain things and those things are in there for a reason. And most times we, you know, try to act on those things. Um, Maybe we don't go full in and that's why we end up being frustrated in 
older age, but I feel like going back into your past is such an important step into figuring out what makes you happy, not only to realize the things that you used to like and that life kind of got in the way because you need to get a job, you need to get married, you need to, you know, raise your kids, but also to figure out the influences that you've had growing up. Um, and that goes back to what I was saying of, you know, seeking the approval of your parents and we carry so many things with us throughout life that we don't even realize it's not ours. It's, and it's just the way it is because we're influenced by people wherever we go. But once you hit adulthood and for me, you know, especially with motherhood, I've realized I get to choose what I want to keep and what I want to let go of. And that goes with you know, whatever it is that my parents taught me, certain values, certain beliefs, that things that I can or can't do, you know what I mean? You, you get to change all of that. And it all starts with you going back into your past and realizing what you were taught and how that impacted you up until this day, how that has impacted your decisions in adulthood because of things that happened in your childhood. Totally. And you think about things like our money beliefs and things like that. And you realize how deep rooted it is back to oh, what yeah. your parents thought. Like, cause my parents totally. would say things like money doesn't grow on trees. And yeah. I grew up in a mall. Money doesn't grow on trees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you, like take all these things that your parents said to you and then you apply it to later on in adulthood. And then you realize, Hmm, maybe I don't actually like agree with X, Y, Z. That was told exactly. to me. So you kind of have to form your own beliefs based on, um, you know, your experiences. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. And where you want to go, right? So it's, it's kind of a crazy process because you have to look into the past, not to dwell in it, but to learn from it and become aware of your own patterns and then find a way of being grateful and happy in the present, but then look into the future because your present is going to affect your future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what is like one thing that made you feel like you had achieved success um, just in your life and so far? So I feel like even though I am not seeking, I am trying actively not to seek validation from others to continue doing what I'm doing. I have been learning a lot about confirmation and understanding that, you know, I am where I am because of the choices that I've made and because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anxious and I, I'm not very patient. Um, and that's something that I have been learning that what I'm doing right now is a direct reflection of what happened in the past, of the choices that I've made in the past. So I can't really change right now, yeah. but I can start making changes towards the future. So this entire time, I've had, you know, goals in my head of how I want my business to look like and things. And, you know, I, in my head, there's still a long ways to go. But mm -hmm. just when I think about the things that I started a year ago, even when I completely changed the direction of my business, like with starting my podcast and to changing my coaching into helping and empowering women, the feedback that I've gotten, even if you don't look like into like the financial aspect of things or how many followers I have, like, Whenever I get a message of someone saying, I was struggling with this and I listened to this episode and this was exactly what I needed to hear, then that's the confirmation and the encouragement that I need to know I'm impacting people's lives. That's the ultimate goal, regardless of, you know, income and all of those things. I feel like 
the reason we are here, especially with what I said before of having these gifts mm-hmm. is because we're supposed to share who we are with others. Otherwise there's no point, you know, and, and it's really a disservice to the world if you keep it to yourself and you don't realize what you even have to offer. And so the fact that I am doing this with three little kids and, you know, there's lots of judgment out there too with me adding on something else to my plate with triplets. But the fact that I know other women are being encouraged just by listening to my journey lets me know that I am being successful in what I'm doing because this is exactly what's in my heart. And when somebody tells me this is what I feel with what you're doing, then it's like, all right, let's keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. And I love how you mentioned, like, I'm not seeking validation, but like, there are some things that just like, it just makes you feel better. Like even like when people are like, Oh, I really love that episode. Or I really love your podcast in general and things like that. It just Mm -hmm. makes you feel good. You're like, okay, cool. Like I'm not, (laughs) no, like people are listening to what I have to say. I'm not like putting out content that people hate, you know, cause you know, obviously like as a business owner, it's important for our clients or listeners or whatever to like what we're doing. Otherwise we're not going to have any. So, you know, to a certain extent, um, that validation is really beneficial. Exactly. And also to, to understand that even if you don't have a million people telling you that you're changing their lives, just that one person, I mean, what's one person that's a whole lot of value for them to say, you know, you helped me in this tough time. I was, you know, yesterday I had this one, there have been so many comments and things that I, I usually take screenshots and share my stories because they just bless my heart so much. But this one mom, she said, I was listening to your podcast in the car and driving my kids to daycare, crying behind my sunglasses, thinking I can't do this parenting thing anymore. And it's like, this is how we all feel sometimes, you know, and, and it's okay to, to feel like that. And, and when you listen to somebody else saying that they struggle with this and you're like, all right, I'm helping you and you're helping me by telling yes. me that you feel like this too. So I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> no, I really yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's nice. It's nice to hear. Um, and I'm, I'm sure like every mom wants to be told like, you know what? You're doing a good job. Yes. Whether you like it or not, like it's just nice to hear that words of encouragement. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Yes. Even when I'm having like a breakdown because my dog when my dog was little, he was really bad. Like I'm just like, I need someone to tell me that I'm doing okay. Yes. <laughs> Obviously now he's like almost three, so he's fine. But like when he was a baby, it was like, oh my God, I'm waking up at three a.m. to take him to the bathroom. Like, this is hard. <laughs> I know. No, yeah. it is. It is hard. So I know sometimes I can personally get distracted from my own vision by kind of seeing what other people in the online space are doing, like on Instagram and stuff like that, and wondering if I should be doing that too. Like, my income will be this, or should I be doing this on Instagram, or should I be doing that? So how can we kind of create our own definition of success kind of without letting other people's goals distract us since we see that so often people are always posting, here's what I want to accomplish in March. And, you know, I did every single thing on my list. And then you feel bad because you only crossed off one of your four goals. Right. So one thing that has helped me, and that's also part of one of my programs, is setting certain goals, setting big goals, and then creating like sprints. That's something that I learned from one of my mentors that has helped me a lot, Mm -hmm. Um, is like setting 90-day sprints or however many days, but usually, you know... um, a quarter like that really helps and um, breaking it down into tasks and just dumping it all out so that you feel that sense of accomplishment 
and you really, it really helps you put your blinders on because it's not like, okay, I will feel accomplished once I launch this course. It's like, no, there's so many steps before that, that you have to, that you have to, um, accomplish and cross out of your list first. And that has really helped me feel like I'm moving forward is breaking things down into really, really small goals to begin with and then setting deadlines. And I really like using, um, things like a Trello or Asana to create little deadlines for me. So like this week, these are the three non-negotiables that I have to achieve and then create those things for yourself. And of course, having, you know, a business strategist or somebody to help you with that is great. But starting from this place of organization, because especially for me, I, I have so many ideas and it's so easy for me to take action, but not necessarily to complete what I start. Yeah. So this has been super helpful to me is making sure you kind of like reverse engineer where you want to go mm -hmm. and really be proud of yourself throughout because you might, you know, I finished the outline for my course. That's great, but I still need to launch it. Like this mentality of there's still so much that I need to do and I'm not ever going to feel, you know, accomplished until I reach that. That's the one thing that has to change. And that's usually, you know, what we live, how we live our lives because we want that instant gratification, right? But once you learn to feel grateful for every little step and, of course, breaking it down into smaller steps, it's surprising how much more confidence that gives you because you are empowering yourself. I'm all about the self-empowerment. Like even when you were saying, you know, it's nice for every mom to hear that they're doing a great job. And it really is. That's, that's why I do it. Um, but what I want to encourage women to do is to learn to do that for themselves and to tell themselves that, to remember to tell themselves that when they're feeling down and not expect anybody else to tell them that. I mean, of course, listening to a podcast and things like that are ways that you can empower yourself. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, even with your business, learning to be proud of the simplest things mm -hmm. can do a lot for your mindset instead of being uh, comparing to other people. Because another thing, especially that I learned with network marketing is that lots of people, they brag online, but they're not really happy about what they're bragging. Like when yeah. you talk about, you know, Oh, I just got my very first check with this company and it's amazing. And it's like, they're, they're not really that happy or they're not, they don't really think it's that great of an opportunity, but they have to say it so that other people join them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just, we just have to take everything that we see with a grain of salt because it's just, it might not be the reality that that person's living. And then you're comparing yourself to something that doesn't exist. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I love the 90 day planning tip because that's what I follow myself and it really helps. And I work backwards from, you know, my big end game goal, yes. that three month period. And then, you know, I'm actually getting things done. So at the end of the quarter, I'm not like, what the heck did I just do? I know. So that's really helpful. And like, um, I actually have some episodes about this. So if you guys are interested, go listen to those. If you want to get started with um, quarterly planning, it's a big nice. lifesaver. So, um, nice. yeah. So um, what is your number one tip for kind of creating our own version of success? of success. You kind of talked about this a little bit, but just maybe elaborating a little more. So the very first thing is you have to know yourself. 
because you can't know what you want out of life if you don't know who you are. And that's one thing that is so overlooked because again, we wait for people to tell us who we are, right? I mean, our parents tell us what career we should follow. Our parents tell us who we should marry or our friends. Sometimes we go look, you know, and, and that's not to say that you shouldn't take advice, but at the end of the day, you have to be able to look inside yourself and know what you want and know what you're all about, right? And most times we don't, we don't because we're so busy looking at everybody else. And, and this goes too for when you are not feeling happy, you usually look outside of yourself to find, to find uh, guilt, right? So it's because my partner is not treating me well. It's because my boss. And okay, those people may not be treating you well. There are certain circumstances that you can't change, but the one common denominator in every situation is always you. Yeah. So why not take advantage of that and get to know yourself, the ins and outs of every single thing, the nooks and crannies of, <laughs> of what's inside of you. So that again, back to what I said before, you start understanding your patterns. Like whenever a situation X, Y, and Z happens, this is how you react. Why is that? And then if you go back and realize, oh, this is why, once you become aware, you're like, okay, I'm catching myself doing this. How should I react? Um, what, sh what can I do differently here so that I don't repeat the same patterns of the past? It's, it's all about this awareness that we can develop. And the very first thing that I always recommend everybody do is take the Enneagram test. Oh, yes. I love Enneagram. It's like my favorite. It's, oh, it's so good. Take it. I'm like, hey, you're my friend. You're not in business, but please take this quiz. Please. <laughs> I would like to know what type you are. <laughs> I know I do that with everybody too. It's so funny because I feel like I've taken several tests my entire life. I've always been interested in this kind of stuff. And I don't feel like anything is as accurate. At least it has been as accurate for me as mm -hmm. the Enneagram test into yeah. telling you your strengths and weaknesses and, and yeah. helping you see how even the crap stuff makes you an amazing person because it's different from the other people, mm -hmm. <laughs> the other personality types. So I really like that because it, it empowers you to make change by becoming aware of the things that are not so good. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what I'm all about. It's like realizing you're not perfect, but that's okay. There are so many things going for you and really honing in on your strengths and working it, working around your weaknesses and partnering up with other people that are same types or different types. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, I agree with that. What is, what is your number? It's three. Overachiever. Okay. <laughs> My husband's a three and I'm a one, but I also have a little bit of three in me, even though I know the wings are like nine or two for a one, uh -huh. but like, I still am like a three and like, I'm always wanting to do all the things. Right. Oh, that's funny that you're a one and you said your husband is a three. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's funny because my husband is a one. <laughs> it's an interesting relationship. We, we make a good match, but yeah, it's just like I'm such a rule follower and I would just want to do all, like I'm such a perfectionist and all that stuff and my husband's like need to do all the things and I'm also like that too, but I'm just, yeah, I'm such a perfectionist and it's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but I, I get along really well with threes and other ones. Um, I nice. haven't met too many people in other um numbers but yeah those are the, the two numbers that come up a lot in my life for some reason mm -hmm. that's so funny because literally once I, I started getting into the Enneagram I noticed every single person that I've ever been close with is a one my sister's a one my best friend from school from college all of them are ones and it's like the universe telling me you need to learn from them to be more organized <laughs> I'll <laughs> yep, be so scatterbrained I'm, I'm not organized at home but my entire my business life is just organized like I've 
uh, this is off topic, but um, <laughs> we, we played like uh, this game called the voting game, and you basically had to vote who like was the most like who would color code everything in their life, and pe- people picked me. So I was just, like, oh my gosh, I was like my one is showing really hard right now. <laughs> yes, oh that's awesome. <laughs> well, I love that. Yeah, I love. I always ask people what they are um, if they bring it up, so that's fun. Okay, so let's dive into the three questions I ask everyone who comes on the show. So okay. what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it? So I, being an entrepreneur for me means following my heart and my vision and my passion. Um, and it's funny because when I encourage women to follow their heart and find their passion, most people translate that into you're encouraging everyone to start a business. And that's not true. Although I have to say Starting a business has really helped me in my personal life because it's challenged me in a different way. And it, like I said before, it helped me see so many similarities between being a mom and, and, you know, and having a business because you have to get organized, which is the one area that I lack, like I just said. <laughs> and, and even with, you know, me having triplets, that was huge because I mean, I have to be organized. I have to really try to be on time because that's something else that's hard for me. And it, it's like, and then, and then with adding the business onto the equation, it's like, okay, girl, you have to figure <laughs> some stuff out here if you really want to do this. So I feel like being an entrepreneur is having this freedom to really be yourself because when you're working for someone else, it doesn't really happen. Um, and also challenging you to become a better version of yourself because you have to get to know yourself just like what I was saying so that you can know what your weaknesses are so that you, you know, you don't let that get in your way of becoming successful. So yeah, that's definitely what it is for me. Totally. Yeah, no, I love that. And (laughs) I love that you mentioned you're not organized, but it's, I mean, it's okay. Like it's just something like, we either are or we aren't. And if you're not, then you can either like learn how to do it or yeah. to help you with that. So. That's right. You can hire someone, hire some ones. <laughs> yeah. Hire some ones to help you with that. Yeah. I, everyone's always like, can you organize my life? And I'm like, yeah, sure. But then it stresses me out because I'm so organized <laughs> and the other people aren't. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, you need to work with me on some point here. You can't just like throw all this stuff at me and expect me to get it done. And like, 10 minutes when right. you took forever to send it to me or something. So yeah, it's like, they always come to me, but I'm like, okay, but you need to, you need to work. You need me in the middle. So oh, yeah. Um, the next question is, what is your favorite tool that you use in your business? Just something that you could not live without. So I was going to say the Enneagram, but since I already mentioned that, um, let me think. I, I love Canva. I have been obsessed with Canva. I am not an artistic person at all, but I have learned how to use it, and especially once I created my logo and everything. And lots of people, surprisingly, don't even know what it is and don't use it. It's so much friendlier for me, at least, than PicMonkey. Mm-hmm. And, and even the free version is great. Um, so that has helped me a lot with creating the graphics for um, Instagram and for my podcast. So if anyone's not familiar with that, which I, I, I always assume business owners are and entrepreneurs are, but maybe someone doesn't know what it is. So I, I encourage you to go check out Canva.com. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Canva. I also use Photoshop and I use both. But if I want to like just whip up graphics like in a second i can use canva a lot yeah so canva is great if you are not like a graphics person Mm -hmm. um lastly who is your go-to business resource just someone who you really look up to and you're just always consuming the content that they create 
So one of the very first mentors that he hasn't been an official mentor yet because I haven't done anything specific, but I started out reading his book and now I'm obsessed with his podcast is Brandon Burchard. He wrote the high performance habits Mm -hmm. and it was reading that book that I, I started realizing I needed to follow my heart and really enjoy what I was doing. And that's why I changed the direction of my business because I I was feeling really stressed out with what I was doing and I wanted to find something that would bring me joy. And he, he talked a lot about that. You need to be present, you need to be intentional and you need to, you know, bring joy to everything that you do. And if it's not bringing you joy, you have to find something else. So I love his message because he talks about mindset a lot, but he's very practical in terms of things that you can do to increase your performance as an entrepreneur, as an athlete, whatever. And so I love him. I'll have to go check him out. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, definitely share your website and where we can find you on social media and all that good stuff. Yeah. So the name of my business is Mom Does It All. So that's what you, how you can find me across the board. That's the name of my podcast. I'm Mom Does It All underscore on Instagram, and I have an account for the podcast too, Mom Does It All podcast. Um, I have a Mom Does It All community on Facebook, and it's open for any woman. You don't have to be a mom necessarily. There's there's lots of women that are not moms that identify with this message of empowerment and encouragement. So I encourage you to to uh, join our community on there. And my website is MartaSpurt.coach. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you could be a dog mom does it all, right? (laughs) Yes, of course. You already are. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 90. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.